Right on. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Elite Week, episode 58. Where do we go from here? Galactic Water Cooler, Friday, January 22nd, 2020. Coming at you. I am your host on this drunken cruise throughout the galaxy. And my name is Kai Zen. Joining me tonight, as always, we have my XO, the lovely, the talented, Roy. Say hi, Roy. Good evening, everyone. Glad you could join us. I, I got you. a good time. I got you with that lovely, didn't I? <laughs> the tactical officer on this cruise ship from hell, Commander Tweet. Say hello. Hello, everybody. I, I've told them the key words to not say if they don't want to set me off this week, so I hope we're okay this week. <clears throat> hey, Tweet. Red Rocket. Red Rocket. <clears throat> All oh, right. No. Counselor Troy of the Starship, the lovely and talented 
Boss Lady B. Say hi. Hello, everyone. And uh, I may not be empathic, but I can figure some stuff out and looking forward to talking about where we go from here. Absolutely. And our chief engineer, he's not Scottish, but he's WKHS. Say hi. Hello. Sat here in my little room, just pressing one button. Yeah. Transporting him out. Transporting him back in again. Yep, it's important. Promotion, man. <laughs> also, you give us an extra pip, so that's that's always good. Hey. <laughs> and our red shirt for the evening, our guest, Snow, a.k.a. Commander Sapphire Kamigawa. Say hi, Snow. Hey, how's everybody doing tonight? Looking forward to uh, talking about where we go from here and what's going on. Absolutely. All right. <clears throat> so let's get started right off the bat. The cover art I'm calling Fresh Start, for obvious reasons. Our opening song was Fix You by Scary Pockets featuring Monica Martin. And our closing song will be Don't Let Me Down by Lake Street Dive. I wonder if Frontier can read through my subtle clues in the titles of the songs. I don't know. I was very subtle. All right. Let's start off the bat with our introduction. Uh, number one, rest in peace, Demira Furlong. We absolutely love you. Counselor, uh, not counselor, uh, Ambassador Delenn of Babylon 5 fame. And uh, the Chase voice pack in uh, Elite Dangerous in the, the HCS voice packs. Um, Mira is uh, much beloved by by b5 fans of course but i mean she also did a lot of other things from loss to just all kinds of stuff uh uh, phenomenal phenomenal actress um also i want to uh um send out a huge rest in peace and 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 you know love to the family of hank aaron hammer and hank uh he was one of the last greats to switch over from the Negro League to the uh, Major League. Um, Hank Aaron was a absolute superstar, uh, incredible human being who dealt with massive amounts of racism and, and all kinds of just absolute shitty, shitty human beings that were just spewing their hatred at him as a black man who had the gall to break Babe Ruth's record and um, and uh, also uh, from a bunch of shitty Yankees fans for uh, taking Mickey Mantle and the Yankees out uh, uh, on the way to the, to the their World Series championship for the Braves. Um, Hank Aaron, I, I, it's just, it blows my mind that people are, that a guy died today that, 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 grew up in a time when a black man couldn't play baseball with everybody else because like whatever and yet we've come to the point where you know we've had our first black president we have a a woman of color as as vice president right now I, i i i truly believe that that things are getting better i know it doesn't look that way when you look just on the day to day but if you take it as a curve i i i have i have hope for the future Big congratulations to SpaceX on a successful test fire of the SN9 prototype, paving the way for a high-altitude test hop 
as early as next week. Um, and I want to give a huge salute to the 46th president of the United States, Joe Biden, starting off his term with a strong symbolic commitment for the NASA program and specifically the Moon to Mars project. The president requested and was loaned a moon rock sample to display on the bookshelf beside the Resolute desk to affirm his commitment to the project. Uh, and that is just phenomenal. I also want to give a, uh, a uh, shout out. I was remiss last week. I didn't give the shout out. I, I just in the midst of everything, I forgot and didn't have time and didn't come back to it. Um, Commander Blip, BL, the number one P in Leet, written out Leet style. Commander Blip of the carrier Youthful Indiscretion for giving me a ride out to Colonia from the Triffids last week. Uh, that was how I got uh, that uh, community goal done with a minimum of, of hassle. So huge salute and a, and a drink out. Anybody who knows Commander Blip, hit him up and tell him he's e-famous for the day. Um, <clears throat> all right, we're going to be talking with our special guest, who uh, Sapphire or Snow, who won the Elite Reddit contest. Um, we're going to be viewing the new CG and, and, and talking about it. We've got a list of questions that were offered in lieu of an AMA and Frontier's limited responses thus far to concerns and inquiries re resulting from the delay and the divergent release of Odyssey across platforms uh, and what we think could be done to help to get things back on track. All this and more. So stay tuned. If you're listening to us on the podcast and would like to see the live show and visuals, check us out on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash elite week and on twitch at twitch.tv forward slash elite week if you're watching us on youtube or twitch and would like to know how to catch us on our podcast check out anchor.fm forward slash elite week for sending us your thoughts by email you can reach us at elite week 3306 at gmail.com our very active and growing Elite Week Discord can be found at tinyurl.com forward slash Elite Week Discord, where you can check out or contribute to community feedback, resources on turning the wheel, and real-time updates about Elite from a variety of content creators. In addition to the Discord community feedback channel, feel free to write in our YouTube comments anything about the topic of the week, as well as anything else you'd like to share. We'd love to hear from you. Also, if you're enjoying the show on YouTube, please make sure to like and subscribe and click on the bell. It really helps us out. On Twitch, a follow would be much appreciated. If you're on Twitter, feel free to follow at EliteWeek3306 for news and information about Elite Dangerous and cool sci-fi and space news. We record live on YouTube every Friday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 1 a.m. UTC, so come and join in on the fun. If you're listening to us on the podcast, please make sure to rate and review us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever platform you use. And let us know if there's a format you want us to look into. We don't do Patreon, so save your money and just tell your friends about the show. Right on. All right, so let's get this started. Right off the bat, warm welcome to our red shirt commanders, or I keep mixing it up now. Snow, Commander Sapphire. Um, so, let's see here. You go by Snow, the author, on a bunch of different discords. You're 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 a writer, yeah. I am an aspiring author and an editor, yeah. Awesome. And your commander name is Sapphire Kamigawa. Now, as somebody who speaks some Japanese from when I was stationed there. Kami is the spirits, and Gawa is river. 
So, Sapphire, River of Spirits. I'm going to go out on a limb and say you might be a Magic the Gathering fan. That was the way that you got to that. I thought you were going to go off base. I got Kamigawa specifically from the Champions of Kamigawa set, and I liked the way it sounded. I've had multiple, multiple names in the beginning, but it's always been Kamigawa. And when I found out that it was River of Spirits, it just it, it flowed no pun intended, with <laughs> what I wanted it to do. So, so yeah. Beautiful. So you won a prize on Reddit. Basically, there was a thing about a month back where Reddit hit a quarter of a million, the elite Reddit hit a quarter of a million um, like users, registered people, and um, they did a contest and they asked us, hey, would you guys put up, you know, a thing like, hey, be a guest on your show. And we were like, yeah, sure, why not? And you won, and all the good prizes were taken, so you ended up on our show, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's unfortunate. I was hoping for the uh, the Hotas, and I got stuck with you. With you. I know. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> you know, beggars can't be choosers, I guess. That's fair. If it makes you feel any better, Roy, send the man out of Hotas. Here we go. It's all good. Or Jesus like what? I'm, I'm, what do you mean? I'm out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> send, send, send her out of Hotas. I'm, I'm, I'm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll, 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 I'll send. I do have a spare one. Maybe we could do that. Yeah. There you go. Look, boss lady with the sisterly love. She's like, here, I got one. I'll hook you up. Um. Okay. So, Snow, you are a exploration pilot. Like that's that's your thing. Yeah. That is in in Elite and other games that I play that are space based. That is all I do is explore. I have my name on what four or five hundred different systems in Elite right now, um, because that's literally all I do. Like if I get in, I'll, all I'll do is I'll just if I'm in the bubble, I'll just start shooting out from the bubble, and if I'm outside, I'll just start shooting back toward the bubble. Right on. And you've been playing basically since the beginning, yeah, like long time yeah off and on uh i've got just under a thousand hours in the game but i've been playing since just after the game was released um i followed the the initial announcement of the game um i hadn't played elite from what was it 1984 but i had heard about it in the year or so coming up to the release and um so i've been playing off and on since then uh since just after release that's beautiful that's beautiful and how are you like tell us some of your your like fun adventures and some of the things the ups and downs and whatever of your your time with elite give us a little bit of your you know your background well so when i first started playing like like i said i'm an explorer i wanted to go out and find the new thing um that elite had and i had started doing research about you know what what out there is there to to discover um this was before when i started doing this it was i believe it was before the um the thargoids had actually made their presence known again but i had found out about the dark wheel and about raxla and so i started going out just looking for where that might be just hoping that i could discover something just on a whim without any actual research as to what was going on behind it back in the day Mm. um the the unfortunate thing is I didn't do the research, so I think I went way off in the wrong direction of where I think Rexla might be now. And that kind of set me off on my first, oh, I'm not going to play for a while. And so I took six months off. Um, and that's been the, the sequence of things since 
um, since that first delay of my my playing the game. I'll be on for six months, not find anything of note, you know, maybe a, a couple of Earth Worlds, a uh, couple of Terraformables, and then I'll stop for six months, and then I'll come back and do it again. And every time I come back, I look for more stuff about Raxla, about what's going on with the Dark Wheel, and then start trying to, to wet, uh, edge my way toward where that's that's pointing. Um, and then mm-hmm. I get fed up with not finding anything of note other than a, a, a black hole or an Earth-like, and uh, I'll take six months off again. Okay. Well, that's interesting. You 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 kind of you have your one field that you know you're into, and you have a sort of a balanced. You know, you you do it some, you take breaks, you whatever. I think a lot of us could use a little healthy balance with regard to our ability to enjoy the game, and then take a little break if there's a delay or something and then you know be ready to to look to come back into it so that's that's cool that's absolutely cool and um what about like as far as are there any organizations that you sort of have like gotten into or or you know like have you done any stuff with uh, the fuel rats or the hull seals or uh, anything like that so with my recent, so I returned just before the uh, the giveaway on Reddit, mm-hmm. and with that return, I started doing program. Like I'm I'm in the middle of programming a bot for uh, my own purposes. I joined a, another Discord server with somebody who does a lot of programming that interacts with uh, voice attack, and um, I decided that I wanted to get more involved with exploration based stuff. So I set up a fuel rats account. I'm I'm a fuel rat in name only at the moment. Uh but I'm looking forward to getting involved with with fuel rats so that I can get out there more often. I've also been on a couple of distant worlds um explorations, but I haven't actually finished them because again the 6 month thing I get fed up and I end up leaving either just before or just after the the distant worlds projects go on and mm. I end up not doing them. Um, okay. But yes, I'm involved in a couple of different things. I just, I'm just not, I'm not the diehard player that a lot of people are. Fair. That's completely fair. All right. Well, um, that's that's very cool. There's all different kinds of ways to sort of enjoy the game. So different people will sort of come at it from you know from different playstyles and different whatever. So it's all it's always good to have that. I think sometimes. Some of us might get a little overly like we play for five hours a day every day and then you can get maybe a little mm, you you clutch the stick a little too tight. You know, you clench it a little too much and you need to kind of relax your grip a little and, and, and take a deep breath and go outside and smell the flowers or something, you know, so that's okay. That's cool. I dig it. Well, uh, I tell you what, Snow, why don't you join us on our drunken little tour across the galaxy, and uh, yeah, let's get to it. So, right off the bat, what do we have? You know what it is, boys and girls. It's the Dark Wheel Update. The Dark Wheel Update. Not a whole lot to tell you from last week. Last week, we had already just triggered the uh, pending expansion that tripped over into uh, active expansion. We will land, uh, knock on wood, 
at the Soul Test Site uh, before the next episode, before the next show goes live. So we'll be talking about that on uh, next Friday. So look forward to it. Um, I do want to call out the uh, official squadron of the Black Sky, or excuse me, of the Dark Wheel Project and the Elite Week uh, show, podcast and, and, and YouTube show or whatever, is uh, the Black Sky Legion, which you can look up in game as BSL1 uh, on PC. So BSL1, if you're a PC user, and uh, if you are an Xbox user, I highly recommend you check out Opix. Uh, and if you're a PlayStation user, find cool PlayStation people and do a thing. Right on. Uh, so that's just sort of a, a very brief placeholder in that we'll have news to tell you next week. Because of the way the expansion system works, you're kind of stuck for two weeks waiting. You're, it's 12 days of waiting to land once you get everything all set up. And there's lots of work in between there. There's lots of work being done. And I want to give a huge shout out to my executive officer, Wolf Dragon who is getting it done. In addition to that, we've got a bunch of regulars. I mean, I, I can't, too many to name. We've got, you know, Swordsmith. We've got Control Dawn. We've got uh, just <sighs> Phil and I, all of the guys of the Black Sky Legion and the hamsters that are doing work behind the scenes, as well as all of the guys that are doing work uh, on the public orders. I just want to say, you know, a huge, huge thank you to you. Um... So that takes us to Frontier News. Uh, there were two streams. We had the Tuesday stream with Stephen and Zach. We had the Thursday stream with Stephen and Bruce. Um, I saw Art and his wife both in stream chat on at least one of them, I think in both. But we have not seen Art on camera this week. And let's be honest, there was no real addressing of anything uh, of the serious concerns. They're just sort of treading water. And I hope that the reason for that, both the sort of treading water and art not being on camera, is that behind the scenes they're trying to get their shit together and actually address things in a, in a meaningful way and come out with something. I, I hope that next week we see something, but at this point, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about that later. But um, the two streams didn't really provide a lot of meaningful news as far as you know uh, I felt but like they were streams whatever um Galnet let's move to Galnet January 18th Galactic Summit proposal from Sirius Corporation so you know we had uh, a week ago we had uh, Pranav Antal and the tech hippies saying hey man the sim guru guy like hey let's uh Let's get together all of the important people in the galaxy in one place that could blow up real easy just for, you know, shits and giggles. And uh, Leon Ree has apparently said, yeah, ditto, me too, but come over to my house. I've got hookers and blow. So there's that story. January 19th, Prime Minister Mahan campaigns for re-election. My man, Edmund Mahan running for that re-election um you you've heard already that he's got issues uh he's got a, a a challenge uh and and the fact of the matter is is the way that i think in the in the lore the e the the alliance is basically supposed to be sort of modeled on the eu it's supposed to be a, a situation of like you know a bunch of disparate voices that are sort of 
have a, a, a lot of say in things and, and not really sort of a, a strong executive. And I think that the, the history, the lore of the game, basically there's a new prime minister every six years. Every six years is an election and you never get the same guy twice because they have that kind of a system where it's like, well, okay, you had your shot, now you're done. The next guy gets their turn. But I think, uh, I don't know, I'm rooting for Edward Mahan. I think he's got a shot here. Uh, I like all of his decisions except for the crazy shit of uh, of uh, taunting the Thargoids. And as a player, I love that decision because it's exciting stuff. Uh, as a real-life person, I would not like that decision. All right, January 20th, Jasmina Halsey returns to the Federation. That was awesome. She, It was just like a complete shock. She walks in and is like, yeah, I'm testifying, bitches. What's up? Um, I'm super excited to see where that goes. I think it's that the trial starts next week, and I look forward to, to hearing stuff. I, I look forward to all of that. Um, super, super cool. Uh, January 21st, there were two articles. The Marlinist colonies receive emergency food supplies. So that's that was cool. They're talking about last week's CG. And then this week's CG, Sirius and Utopia complete uh compete to host the galactic summit uh basically they're both saying no i want to be the one who has a station that blows up and uh this just in uh earlier today uh counselor kane campaigns for alliance votes she's like yo don't trust that edward mahan he's shifty and uh i think we should hear her out whatever i, I like edward but edmund but like yeah Give her her shot. Let's see. See where the story goes. All right. Community goals. <clears throat> Last week's CG finished. Uh, it was uh, deliver uh, food to the Marlinists, which ended at tier four of five. We just didn't quite make it. We made it like two thirds of the way towards that. It was like out of like a hundred X of things and we are 150 X of things. And we got to like over a hundred but uh, just shy of, you know, of getting it there. Um, so, but they got lots of food. They got, and when you look at the, the numbers, they got way more food than I think those people could ever use. So I feel like pretty good about that. <clears throat> and uh, the second CG, which was the combat, was the, you know, combat bonds in, in, the, in the zone. Uh, that one finished over the weekend. That one finished like Saturday, I believe, if not Sunday, maybe Sunday morning or Saturday night. But uh, it finished <clears throat> early at Tier 5 of 5. Uh, so, both of these CGs, if you got in the top 75%, you get a cookie. And that cookie is a PDC, a personal uh, defense cannon. The, the things that you throw on there to shoot down missiles that are getting shot at you and hatchbreaker limpets and whatnot. Uh, and also uh, the uh, missiles that are being launched by the Guardian uh drones um and that was two things it was lightweight and focused now focused isn't a thing that you can engineer for pdc so i specifically asked frontier well what the hell is this and here's the exact wording of the answer <clears throat> lightweight makes it lighter from the mass of 1.3 tons to 0 0.08 tons focused increases the maximum range from 2,500 meters to 5,000 meters. So double the range and it's lightweight five. That shit is legit. I got two. 
I got I was in the top 10% for trucking and the top 50% for combat. So, yay. Those are in the game as of earlier today. I was prepping the show, so I didn't get to log into the game yet. I'll be logging in after the show, but um, yeah, they were already in the game and people were getting them and people were confirming that they, hey, I got my two. So, yes, they're there. And yes, you got two. And we got you the exact wording on what the prize is from Frontier. So, there you go. This week's CG. Hmm. Okay. There's two of them. The first is support Sirius's bid to host the summit. And the second is support Utopia's bid to host the summit. They're the exact same thing. But it's either, you know, you're basically pulling for A or pulling for B. Um, The rewards are credits um, and the way that you participate in this CTE is to deliver anomalous bulk scan data atypical disrupted wake echoes exceptional scrambled emission data and unusual encrypted files to either Limbava for Sirius or uh, Polevnik or the Utopians and uh we're going to definitely have that's going to be our first discussion topic so we're going to uh uh sort of save the the deep discussion on it but i see that uh you have a have something on the cg jess do you have a like a notification you want to make on it or was that more discussion topic stuff you are muted jess everyone take a drink yeah, I'll wait for the deeper discussion because there's a good chance I could skittle over something you've got planned there. <clears throat> no worries. All right. Um, and then we had the Wednesday AMA. So on Wednesday, we got a notice. The AMAs are dead for now while they revamp the process. In its place, they are releasing a weekly themed list of filtered questions on a specific topic answered by developer Gareth Hughes. Um, This is kind of something that we more or less asked for. We said like, hey guys, maybe there's a better way to do this than just open up the question uh, line for an hour on a random Wednesday when everybody's at work. Uh, Especially, and I think that Frontier appreciated the fact that this lets them off the hook from being live with just basically this community managers getting like whack-a-mold with questions about the delay and concerns and people expressing themselves last week's was on the subject of settlements we kind of hit a couple of the points this week was on the subject of this um uh like sort of combat fps and like Uh, questions about the interface for the FPS and sort of all of those type of questions. Um, Going through it, you know, they ask, you know, are we going to get night vision? Uh, Well, your suits will be upgradable in many ways. We'll see. Okay, well, what about radar? Yeah, there's radar on your suit just like there is on the ship. Uh, You know, uh, and this one, this is kind of funny because I, I was calling that second icon. Remember when we did our breakdown show, guys? I was calling that second icon. I was like, that's clearly the jump pack, or I'm calling it the Tigger button. Well, 
Somebody specifically asked, can we officially call the second icon on the display the Tigger mode? And the, the response from the developer was, yes, bounces away. Which, that's cute and playful. I'm not exactly sure if cute and playful is what is called for right now, but you decide. Um, will the HUD be customizable, i.e. different colors? The interface won't be customizable for Elite Dangerous Odyssey, though we will, of course, be taking feedback on board regarding accessibility. So I would point out that for years, people have been calling for this. Um, and it sounds like they're just hearing it now. Okay. Can players turn parts or all of the HUD off? No, the HUD is very necessary. Can we hide from other players on radar? We're still in the process of reviewing how PVP and the HUD will work. We're gonna just put an asterisk by that because that I think highlights a concern for me in the future that it's like, if we're this close, if we were at the point where it was supposed to be deployed quarter one and then it got pushed back a little bit, if you still don't have your head around the basics of how the PVP is gonna work, I'm a little concerned, like, where are you at with this? Uh, then stuff about Odyssey NPCs, I will point out, basically, I'm gonna just sort of skip over a good chunk of this other than the last one. I will say that <clears throat> with the Odyssey NPCs, the, the, the theme of it was basically like, hey man, relax, it's just a light AI, as far as the people are like, well, how does it work when the NPCs run out of oxygen? What if we blind them? What if this? Can they get into ships? Can they get into SRVs? Can they whatever? And like the the, the sort of theme is like, no man, it's not. It's it's not that deep. It's just uh uh, you know, it, you know these these are light NPCs, and I've heard some grumblings from people like, oh, see, this is dumbed down AI. This is um. This is, you know, weak. This is whatever. And it's like, look, this is just my opinion. If you have a different opinion, you have every right to it. But uh, I'll say what I said uh, elsewhere already on the subject is, yes, this is dumbed down AI. This is sort of just simple and to the point and whatever. And I'm okay with that. We have that already in our ships. We fight against NPCs who can see you even when you're running cold. We fight against NPCs who chaff 19 times. We fight against NPCs who you shoot their engines out or their power station, power plant, and they just keep going. Yes, it's lightly done, but realistically, people, what's the alternative here? Do we want to go the Star Citizen route where, and I, I love Star Citizen as a project, and I think it's super awesome the things that they're doing, but let's be honest. Everything in Star Citizen has to be super overly ambitious. And we're gonna rewrite the way AIs work and this, that, and the other. And what you end up with is five years in and your AIs are still standing on chairs, T-posing. And it's like, I get that you want it a little bit better, but Frontier, I think in this instance, is going with the approach of, let's get it out, let's get it on the shelf, let's move on to the next thing. There's a lot of stuff to do. And I think that all of these answers around the sort of dumbing down of the AI of the NPCs and how that's going to work, I, that's a, it doesn't really like upset me. It doesn't really set me off because I would rather them have it now 
then have it five years from now and have it be 10% better. I, I don't think that that time is worth it. In Star Citizen, they're literally, everybody's a vampire. There are no reflections in the mirrors because they can't just go with the simple reflection sort of software that every other video game uses. They are doing this super realistic thing that's going to be so much better in 10 years when it's done. But like, I, I, I'm okay with Frontier in this particular case, just saying, hey man, we've got this, this is good enough, and we're moving on to the next thing. Um, that's just me. Maybe other people have different opinions. So the last question that I do want to highlight on the AMA thing, what I don't know what we're calling this now, the, the, the Friday developer news drop is, will there be some kind of on-foot system authorities? Yes. Omnipole. They are often kitted out with the best gear. So if you turn up, if they turn up, make sure it's not for you. That Omnipole, that's straight out of, uh, what do you call it? Um, I'm blanking on the, the name right now. There was another game, was it Anarchy Online? That, that they had Omnipole. Like, eh, that's interesting. All right. So there's going to be some super cops. Basically, I would say, look at it being as the equivalent of ATR right now, where it's like, if these guys show up, shit got real. Uh, that's cool. I mean, whatever. Um, all right. Nobody seems to be dotting. Okay. Well, we'll, uh, move on to Roy stories and then we'll get to the discussion top. Oh, okay. Here we go. Roy's got one on AI. Go for it. I, I was just going to say like, uh, look, if this is, if this is frontiers first foray into FPS, uh, I, I've been curious what it is they're going to take a stand on and if they're going to try to, you know, raise the bar and anything. But in the current environment, I think it's fine. Um, if I compare it to other MMOs I've played, uh, I don't think what they propose so far is is out of the ordinary. Yeah, you know? I mean, we're, um, we're already dealing with stuff like that where it's light on, like I said, they keep firing chaff. It doesn't keep track of how many they have. Like, so what? Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Uh, tweet. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with your point earlier that if they don't know how PvP is going to work on the ground yet, that's scary as hell for as close as we're supposedly to a release, even on PC or hell, even six to eight months on console. And as far as the AI goes, I, I really hope they're not dumbed down too much. I mean, you don't have to go too far to see games where AIs are living their own lives and they get, get in cars and drive around corners and get on horses and go rob a bank or go do whatever, you know, and, and we could have AIs in this game that get in SRVs and go drive over to the next settlement and do something. And uh, I don't want them just to be walking around like it's 1998 here. Okay. Keep in mind, they did put out a job listing like two and a half years ago for a uh programmer to do ai of like driving vehicles so i mean i think yep. Yep. we're going to have cars driving around we're just not going to have people getting in the cars it's going to be there's people in the cars and there's ships that we already have that are ais and you know srvs that are ais probably but okay uh jess yeah to echo and go further on what tweak said the concern that i have not only is it this close to launch okay so what do we have that is solid that they know about because they've not said much well we're going to talk about that later but they've not said much beyond fps lately and now they're saying that there's things about the fps that they don't know about either so that was more than a red flag for me that was like the whole 
pirate battalion coming at me with flags and cannons firing off, so... Alright, yeah. Snow? Snow? Yeah, I, I kind of agree. Um, but the one thing that really, really stuck with me is the difference that, that the AIs are going to have with regard to um, oxygen and battery levels, and that the AIs are going to, like, AI NPCs are going to be walking around with consumable batteries. Does this, like, for me, I'm thinking, does that lead into something where where players are going to have the ability to create or buy or find these consumable batteries so that they don't, they don't have to be affected like the AI is not going to be affected? Uh, that concerns me because it looks like they're just looking for a way to make it easy for for them to push it out instead of trying to make it work more effectively. It's just uh, one of those things that, that sticks with me. I would almost guarantee you that that is exactly what it is. And I'm not even, like I said, me personally, I don't even think that's a bad thing. I think that, yes, we're not going to have access to those magic batteries. That's just the NPCs. But unlike the NPCs, we can reload our shit. We can do other stuff there. I think it's just, if you look at the history of games for realsies, other than you know, chess, where you have a supercomputer that is literally programmed to a very finite set of rules. Almost every video game in the history of time does some level of this. They dumb it down, and it's a lighter version in the background that you're not supposed to see. And I mean, if you don't look super close, the 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 the, the mirage or the the trick the magic trick the prestige works it's only when you get you know assholes like us who are digging into the questions very minutely of like how does your battery pack work that then the the, the, the but i mean that's that's pretty much true of almost all games in one way or another um boss lady so i want to reference that uh first dev diary that we saw where or no maybe it was the second one it was the second dev diary where we saw kind of the actor acting out the animation scene and that piece of it i do think mm -hmm. that even if we do get dumbed down ai we're probably going to have more interesting ai and npcs than they have in star citizen right now because they will be moving around or cleaning glasses or you know i think there's going to be a lot more range of motion that we'll be seeing even if they are kind of like jez mentioned earlier on a track and we can kind of get a sense of because as humans we can see those patterns we can see oh they're going to come by here every 10 minutes all right let's time our assault to make sure that there's no no guard here um i do think there will be some some depth that will trick us into not noticing but i i think you guys have a good point about the play mechanic um that should be interesting to see right on i want to call out something matt's mechanic uh in chat absolutely yes uh he's notifying us that in addition to the extended range on that uh pdc it also has uh double the speed uh the speed is doubled to 2000 meters per second so that is that is definitely a good shout thank you very much all right, so we've covered the AIs. Let's move on to Roy stories. Watch your hat. Hold your hats, everybody. Here we go. We now return to our Inara Commander series with Unisakashiro's Unbound Part 16, Proximity. Commander Adaxius is playing the role of Logan Valberg. Why did you get these? Sakashiro pointed at Zillard's cybernetic eyes. The generative myopian. I was severely nearsighted, with the condition getting worse over time. Zillard replied. I decided to get rid of them. 
Sakashiro looks surprised. I know what you're thinking. Does it take courage to have one's eyes removed and replaced with implants? It does. I was scared before the surgery. I knew it was final and irreversible. Once my eyes were gone, I wouldn't get them back. I would rely on implants for the rest of my life. And like any other type of surgery, this one too had a small risk of failure. The neural interface could have been rejected by my body. I could have ended up blind. Did you regret the decision? I certainly would have if the surgery had failed. But it turned out fine, so no regrets. How do you see the world now? Is it very different? I don't need glasses anymore. And as a special perk, I can see a wider frequency range, beyond IR and UV. It's weird in the beginning, but easy to get used to. Wouldn't want to miss it now. What exactly did you see on Logan's ship this morning? Some sort of electromagnetic burst, like a beacon signal, but much stronger. If that's what it is, his ship might be broadcasting its location. It would explain how they found us here. You think someone manipulated his ship back in Coral City? Zillard shrugged. Valberg returned with two glasses of beer and another cup of green tea on a tray. Drinks for the ladies? He said and handed over a beer to Zillard and the tea to Sakashiro. He sat down next to Sakashiro. Do you still feel cold? He asked her. A little, but much better than before. She said and smiled. Any interesting topics while I was away? We talked about Vera's artificial eyes. They're awesome, aren't they? He grinned. If Fiona had a pair of these, would you still find her attractive? Zillard asked with a mischievous smile. I, uh... Her question had caught him off guard. Sakashiro teased. You wouldn't? And made a face at him. Zillard and Valberg laughed. After Zillard had finished her beer, she got up. I'll leave you two alone for a while, she said and winked. Valberg and Sakashiro nodded and watched her walk away and leave the pilot's lounge. Veer told me you saved my escape pod, and you helped Dr. Simmons pull me out of it, said Sakashiro. Were you scared when you saw me like that? Valberg looked down and nodded. She laid her hand on his. Thank you, she whispered. He turned his head and looked into her eyes without saying a word. Then he laid his arms around her. She rested her head against his shoulder. His hand moved to the back of her head and caressed her hair in slow, gentle strokes. Yeah, that was my uh, warning that uh, I think everybody should be 18 plus to hear where this story goes from there. Because holy cow, where that just left out was... Next week, it's going to be Yuna Sakashiro, After Dark. <laughs> that was, uh, wow. Okay. Mm. That was uh, steamy. All right. <clears throat> so, let's move on to uh, the, let's see here. We've got discussion topics. And whew, here we go. So, the first discussion topic this week is going to be on this week's CG. Now... The fact of the matter is, is I've got issues with it, and, and I'm going to go ahead and say mine real quick, and then have everybody jump in on the dot system and, and say yours. First off the bat, this comes just off the heels of a double-engineered CG where people overdid it uh, to get both of the rewards. Uh, many people I've heard, they're like, yeah, man, I did this, and then I did that, and like I CG'd it up, and I got both of them. Okay, so... Whenever they have, whenever Frontier has a double CG, uh, a, a double engineered reward, 
And now that people can get two and they know that they can get two, they go at it hard. The next week is always a light CG. It's always like low turnout or lower turnout. In addition to that, there's no real reward for this CG. There's no module. There's no decal. It's just cash. In addition to that, there's no real clearly defined story ramifications. It's just site A will host the summit or site B will host the summit. There's no real hook. If you give a divergent plot line uh, with a story-based CG, again, please go to the trouble of providing some narrative that would actually make it compelling. I mean, let's be honest, there are some people who dig hardcore into the lore and know some things about Leon Re and you know his membership in the club uh, and this, that, and the other that would probably have some feelings about him or whatever but to the general player base who haven't gone you know balls deep on this stuff it just looks like okay there's going to be a party is it going to be in Chicago or Pittsburgh like who cares um in previous times where they did a storyline that like the CG mattered side A would win or side B would win it would be like the Marlinists who are oppressed or the Empire who are oppressing them there, people knew what was up, and they cared. You've had a feeling of, these are the good guys, and these are the bad guys, and I care for some reason. In this particular case, I don't think most people give a shit. Uh, and then, lastly, well, not lastly, uh, I want to say bravo, huge bravo to Frontier for experimenting with a new type of CG. That is awesome. However, please... Never, ever, ever again create a CG asking for engineering mats. That is just made of oof. That's one of the most hated gameplay loops in the game for obvious reasons, and people will not part with those mats unless you offer them some really damn good prize. And even then, they'll part with them, but they'll resent it. Also, let's be honest, you're literally pushing your players, those that participating in this, into the punishingly bad gameplay loop of going into solo mode and spinning a turret around for hours at Jameson's crash site. Like, most of the people aren't going to do this, and the ones that do, you just took them out of the universe for the better part of the week. I don't get that. Instead, how about... You do a CG where we drive an SRV around for some reason. We have to pick up a MacGuffin and take it from A to B to rescue somebody or, or, or an SLF for some... Like, you can figure something out. Or have us haul or mine stuff that we don't normally do. Like, haul stuff to a place or mine not the meta. Let's not be mining platinum and void opals and, and low temperature diamonds or whatever the, you know, the meta has been either today or over the last year. Let's not do that. Let's mine some weird shit that we don't normally mine and take that to a place. Let's say there's a new massive secret project and we just get a code name for it and it's going to be put out by Lacon or Core Dynamics or Zorgon Peterson. And that could later, like we just get a code name. We just get a hint, just a little tease. You don't have to tell us what it's for even because I know you're still trying to keep it secret about SRVs and ships and whatever. But like, give us a code name and then later you could tie it in the story to like, Hey man, that project Mongoose, that's you just put out, you built this new ship, uh, you built this new SRV type, you built this new thing. I think that shit like that 
would make the player base go nuts. People would love it. So, having said all of that, we're starting with Jez on the dots because he was in from when we were talking about it in the week news, and then we'll move from there. Go ahead, Jez. I'm going to actually sound positive, but contrary to what you said there. Fair. Think back on the law that's been presented in the game when we were sent to attempt to take out Liz Ryder earlier in the CG arc. Sirius and Blue Mafia have ties, so I think we may be heading to a big coup de gras moment, or at least a uh, a smokescreen to get the player base excited. And I think, you know, if I have any power of persuasion over everybody, I would, like, say, focus only on Sirius for this CG, because Sirius ties with Blue Mafia. We tried to take out Liz Ryder, or they did in the, the story. Shit can get spicy with all of that bubbling away. Very cool. Next up, we've got uh, Tweaked is next. Yeah, I- I'm going to agree with you, Kai, on this one. First off, engineering materials. Yes, it's only data materials, which is probably the easiest of the three to get. That being said, I'm not giving you my materials for no reward at all. Maybe if you give me a double engineered weapon of some kind or something, I might consider it. But for cash, forget it. Forget it. I got too many ships I want to engineer, even though I've got a ton of them already. But secondly, this week, this is the week of all weeks. Maybe not for most PC players, but it's been a down and depressed week in Elite Dangerous this week after last week's announcement. And there's a lot of players, including myself, whom are trying to find reasons to get back in game, trying to find the motivation to enjoy the game again. And then they give us a CG that doesn't really matter a whole lot, and there's no real reward, and it's just more oof on top of oof for the last two weeks straight, it feels like to me. Fair enough. And for a different opinion, we got Roy next. Yeah, so um, if I was to try to take the most sort of benefit of the doubt interpretation of this CG... uh, Yes, it's engineering mats. Um, it is the lowest grade ones. A lot of those mats I get just because I scan everything all the time as I'm going in and out of stations. Um, I, I think, you know, in in principle, it's a really touchy subject making mats the currency for this. Um, hmm. At least at least they picked the ones that, yes, you're going to sit and spin a turret if you haven't got any uh, at, at uh, Jameson's crash site. But you get high grade stuff from that site. And when you do the down trading, it, it turns into hundreds and hundreds of lowest grade stuff. So sure, sure. Um, it's probably the least onerous way to do engineering mats. Mm. Um, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to want to do this CG. I'm probably going to do it anyway, just because, you know, they made the off. I think Bruce made that sort of, I can't remember the exact quote, but the kind of an offhand comment on the stream about like if you care about the lore this is one that's important this is kind of what i took from it i'm really paraphrasing there but oh for sure um i uh i was hoping that and and i i i uh, i want to thank jez for just bringing up what he did about lee young roy i don't know the lore behind these two sides and mm. i was kind of hoping that even if if anybody on this panel knows anything about the two sides uh for me and others that don't have a clue 
uh, is there anything to add to what Jez said? Like if if maybe we could do have to have a favor here and kind mm. of yeah. in a thirty second thing educate the community about this is why this might be important. And I think you get it gave it a great start, Jez. And and maybe that's that whole story. Maybe that's it. Everybody should go for Lee and Roy. But I'd I'd love to know, even though they didn't tell us, because in my mind I can get over the engineering math thing. Uh, I love that it's a new mechanism. Um, I really hope that, that they're not going to judge because uh, I, I think there's a series of these CGs and they're trying out all these different things. And I imagine there's somebody analyzing this and saying, well, how's the community react to this kind of CG or that kind of CG? And and um, as Tweak pointed out, the timing here is horrible. And But I imagine these things were set in motion yeah. independently of this news, obviously. So yeah, I, I can't really, again, if I'm trying to give them benefit of the doubt, I'm not going to judge it on that front. So how can I get excited about this? What what what, what do you guys say about like so, who who, should, who who matters here? So real quick, let me just echo like again, huge salute to Frontier for doing something new. That's awesome. Like they've, they've never had we've never had a mechanism for a turn in for engineering mats. And I think as painful as that is, like oh, you guys chose the wrong thing to experiment with, but I salute you for experimenting. That's awesome. Please don't do it with engineering mats again. And and now I'm going to skip a couple people. We'll, I'll circle back to you. And I'm going to jump straight to Jez uh, because I, I want you to be able to elaborate more on that point. Because you're absolutely right, Roy. Uh, Bruce called it out in the stream on Thursday. He's like, I hope people pay attention to this because it's very uh, interesting in the lore. And it's like, okay, but in order, in, in order for you to get that, you have to A... Be, have been watching that stream, which they weren't giving out drops, so not that many people were, and B, heard him say that, and then C, have that stick with you enough that you think about it, and then D, know enough about the lore, know enough about the, the stuff, uh, sort of, to make it worth your while. Now, I will say briefly before we go to Jez, <laughs> it, it is a thing that Leon Re is reputed to be the 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 uh head what's the name of somebody that's the head of uh the table the head of the council the head of the chairman he chairman yes he is the chairman of the board of the executive committee for the the club the bad guys but that so that's a reason why maybe not to like him and whatever but jez is point is interesting mm -hmm. as it ties into the story so go jez mm -hmm. It actually ties into more the way that we play the game, because if anybody has done engineering unlocking lately, just to sum it up, you go to Arubia to turn in Universal Cartographics to the Blue Mafia, and then that unlocks Marco Quent, who is tied with Sirius. Mm-hmm. So it isn't actually something that may be tied in with the law, obviously, but it is something that we a path that we all travel to unlock Sirius, um, or have done if we've chosen to to go that route. So it is kind of not law, but it's there, and it is something that we do. And that is so diffuse and buried that even to dig into it that deep for a very knowledgeable person you're still left with a, this could be a thing. I really would hope that Frontier would do a better job in the future of mm. when you have a narrative, make it explicit. Let people see. Um, all right. Now we're going to double back to Boss Lady B first and then Snow. 
we got the beautiful ladies up next. Go. All right. So tying in to dropping it in, Wise Guy said something that made me think, yeah, you know, we like our Easter eggs in this game, but don't bury it that deep, right? Mm. You know, give us the ability to to access that. Because if it is just mentioned, like you said, in a stream offhand, you know, offhandedly that it's important, but people haven't watched it and don't watch Elite Week and don't know that that's a thing, they're going to completely miss that even tiny little thread. But uh, going back to what I was going to originally say, which is I almost think that it would be more exciting to us as players if they swapped the reward, uh, you know, like if we mm. if we had to give credits to get engineering mats, that would be everybody Absolutely. would be on yeah. top oh, of there. I'm there in a heartbeat if they do that. Damn. Right. You had exactly. Me, you had me at engineering mats payout. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, I'll could you imagine that? I'll oh, down for all I want to play, but I won't. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But that's what I'm talking about. I mean, all of us, even though, like you said, yeah, you know, you can go to Jameson's crash site, you can sit there, do the scan, scan, scan. But if there was just even something where, because everybody does have a lot of credits flipping the book and and making it worth it so that you know maybe it's just the top 25 percent, but then it really incentivizes people to get in there for something that like you guys mentioned is a really hard gameplay loop to get excited about mm. um that would be amazing and I, I i i agree i would like in general for us to see even if it's not like give credits, get engineering mats, just forget it. Just, just if it's any CG, if it's, you know, you're trucking stuff or you're getting combat bonds or whatever. Oh yeah. The top 75% gets X amount of mats. The top 50% gets Y amount of mats. Like it better and better and better the higher you go up. Then you will see people busting their ass to avoid having to reload. Dude, put some pharmaceutical isolators in there. I will blow a dude. Let's get this going. Yeah. Uh, Okay, I want to let Snow make her point, and then afterwards I demand, Jez, you go ahead and prep that sound file of whatever the hell it is that scared Boss Lady, because I, I, I'm not afraid. Let's do it. Go ahead, Snow. <laughs> so, going right along with what with what Boss said and what, with what Jez was saying, um, part of the reason why people like me end up leaving the game for months at a time is because of those really boring loops. The last time I stopped playing was literally because of uh, Dav's Hope. And I sat there for hours one day just trying to collect mats so that I could go do engineering. Using engineering mats, whether or not they're level one or level five, as the collectible for a community goal, to me seems... It, it seems like it's meant to put people off. Like I, I tend to look more deeply at what is going on in the lore to find out if there's something there that's not being shown on the front. And I agree. If you're going to throw an Easter egg in, especially with things that are like what's been going on the past two weeks, make sure that that Easter egg is at least visible and not hidden underneath everything. When this first came out, when I first read about this, I said, okay, um, there's there's two, two groups that are trying to vie for control of a summit. That in and of itself is political in nature. So there's got to be something else going on with this. But because they don't have the rewards there, nobody's going to do it. Nobody's going to look into the lore as deeply as, as Jez or other people are doing to find this stuff. So why are they going to give up their hard-earned engineering materials or go you know, looking for them for hours mm. on end, like what I did the last time I did that, and not have anything, you know... Uh, 
tangible on the other end of that. Absolutely. There's got to be something further going on here that we just don't know about yet. Maybe they'll, you know, say something about it three days into the CG. Who knows? Absolutely. I just think it's a mistake. So to give you, just to sum it up for people who might be like, I don't even know anything about these guys at all. The utopian group under Simguru Pranavantal are the assholes who developed Vitadine nanomeds as a miracle cure-all wonder drug treatment and then kept it from everyone that no one else in the galaxy could use it until somebody stole some of their shit or found it on a crash site and then they tried to sue to get it back and the lawsuit just ended like a year ago with with the the, the the judge saying nah man that's whatever the people that took your secret shit that you were too dick hole too much of a dickhole to share with people and then reverse engineer it so they can make more vitadine the company that reverse engineer it yeah we're gonna go ahead and look the other way on the ip infringement because this is literally medicine to save people and you guys are dicks i think that was a direct wording from the judge uh and then Sirius Corp, you're talking about the guy who is the head of the club. You're talking about the people who tried to offer Professor Palin help with security. Uh, and then when he said, no, stay the hell out. I don't want you stealing my stuff. They uh, attacked him. His former, like literally Sirius Corp employees were caught breaking into the place by his security and turned over to the cops and they were like, oh no, they're former security and we want to reiterate now that we would like to help them with our new security. Like, these are just, it's it's like, okay, the assholes on one side or the assholes on the other. It's typical politics. Everybody's dirty and shitty. So, like, I, mm, I'm not feeling it. All right, Jez, play us your crazy whatever thing. Ladies and gentlemen, this part of the show is when we do interpretive dance or sounds to describe the moment when Elite Dangerous Commanders figure we're getting a CG to turn credits into engineering mats. There we go. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, that was a lot of build-up for that. Alright, there we go. Uh, so, <clears throat> that, 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 that's, you know, again huge salute to frontier i think it's totally awesome that you tried something new i think the thing that you tried here was really bad and you shouldn't do it again but it's cool that you were willing to try something new you put a new thing into the game and like that's awesome when i think we need to frontier doesn't play the game the way that we do you're talking about literally groups of players whether they be dev or community managers they can go into their account and edit the amounts of their mats that they have and get their engineering done they don't play the way that we do, so they're not going to see things the way that we do. But I think if we're just assholes and yell at them every time they try something new just because they fuck it up, that's going to, you know, that's going to encourage them to just be more conservative and not try new stuff. I think it's awesome they tried something new. I think what they tried was bad. I think they should do it the opposite way next week or, or the following week. In the future, learn from this to do not this way. But it's still cool that you tried something new, so yay. Um, all right. And then Roy is asking, is there a reason to support one side or the other based on expected outcome rather than who is less evil? Nope. There's absolutely no reason 
to support either side. They've given no compelling narrative whatsoever as far as like, well, if you support this side, they'll be more militant against the Thargoids or NMLA. Or if you support that side, they'll be less whatever. So it's literally just at the end of this week, next Thursday, there will be an answer of, we're going to hold this summit in Limbava, or we're going to hold this summit in that Paranol or whatever. It's literally, it's like saying, we're going to a party. It's going to be in Pittsburgh or Cincinnati. Who gives a fuck? Like, give us something. Give us a hook to care about if you want to make a story thing. I don't want them to take the lesson from this. Like, well, I guess the players don't care about story. No, we do. But just give us one. Like, you can't say, you know, okay, this is a choice. Are we going to have ice cream or cake for dessert? That's not a story. Nobody gives a fuck. It's, it's, it's light. It's whatever. All right. That takes us to community question number two. Community question number two, or discussion topic two, is this. This is week two of the delay. Feelings are settling in. It's another week without a substantive response from Frontier, really. Um, and also, I heard from a couple of people last week that, like, I felt like Tweak didn't get a chance to say his full stuff. I feel like he was edited or reined in for time or content or whatever. I want to say this. Maybe a little he was reined in for time, and we're going to give him special time to shine right now to start this topic off, but he was not reined in at all for content. I will tell you that the day before the episode and two days before, I think three separate occasions in that week, Tweak said, hey guys, if you want me to, he was like, Kai, if you want me to bench myself for this week, because I'm, I'm pissed. If you want me to bench myself so that you don't get in trouble with Frontier, that's fine, I'll understand. And I'll tell you all right now what I told him. I do not want you to bench yourself at all. We are not going to leash you in the slightest bit. We're not going to go full fucking Latvian on this where we're screaming and yelling and calling people's names and being childish. But uh, we are not in any way going to muzzle anyone for their valid concerns and reasons. And in fairness to Tweak, I should say, I didn't think for a second that he was going to stoop to that behavior. I'm just was just pointing out that short of that, I'm not editing anyone out or stopping anyone from talking. So we're going to start this off with Tweak. It's week two, man. What are your feelings? Anything you left out from last week or anything you've got from this week? Go. Well, first I'd like to say I didn't feel like I was reined in at all. In fact, I feel like I may be a little much, but, but that being said, my feelings were honest, are honest, and haven't changed one bit unfortunately and all for the same reasons we laid out already the bgs the first footfall and i feel like i pretty much said everything last week however this week uh that stream thursday afternoon with bruce uh for somebody that is a smart guy and i believe they are all smart guys i like this group of community managers Bruce stepped in it on Thursday afternoon. If I could have reached through my phone and strangled him, I probably would have on that day. As a console player, to hear him say, well, listen, it's, it sucks for console guys, but, but you know, think about it this way. Uh, the, the PC guys are going to be the guinea pigs. They're going to test it out. We're going to mm. work through the bugs, and then you'll have a more stable game when it finally releases on console. Really, dude? Really? Uh you, you couldn't have said anything worse. And then on top of that, talking about first footfall, he said, 
oh, well, there's 4 billion stars in the system. I'm pretty sure there's going to be some systems out there for you guys to get your first footfall on. And I just wanted to look at him and say, dude, I don't give two shits about a system 200 light years away from me. I care about the systems in our space. I want the planets that we can land on in OPIC space in the 15 systems that we're in to have OPIC's names on them. I don't care about any of the other planets. And they just don't seem to grasp that. And and the way he came across on that stream did nothing but divide, divide, divide. It was not pleasant. All right. I'm going to jump in real quick and say this. I'm not at all stifling your expression, but I watched that stream on Thursday and I saw Bruce not being shitty, but trying to like find the silver lining in the cloud. I th- I I thought that uh, we don't we don't need a silver lining in the cloud right now. We need truth. We need honesty. We don't need to hear, "Hey guys, we'll test it for you. It'll be fine." We don't need what, that right now. What I thought I saw him saying is, "I acknowledge that it's shitty and unfair and bad, but at least this." And, and like I said, silver lining whatever. And I I get that you're at the point where you don't want to hear that. And uh, I understand that that clearly has you heated. Guys, we're suspending the dot system for this topic. We're going to just, everybody, try not to talk over each other, try to whatever, but just hop in. You got something to say, say it. I I feel like Bruce's response is indicative of a trend I saw growing in the AMAs where it's almost like they felt like they always have to tack something... um, that that on paper maybe sounds good when they deliver some unpleasant news or or a, an, an acknowledgement of something that's less great mm. and i think that i go back to what i said last week about authenticity sometimes it's okay to just say yep that's bad and we're sorry or right. that that's that's you know that that landed poorly and we're working on it and stop okay. there stop there you don't have to throw the 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 little thing on the end that ends up coming across as as less than authentic and and ends up dominating people's thoughts because that's what they latch on. It was it was offensive, is what it was. As as a passionate player of Elite Dangerous, discovered this game when I was already on console. To hear what he said, I was honestly offended. Okay, I'll go off the snow. Go All for right. it. So. So that's one of the things that, so, it, like, the reason I play a game like Elite Dangerous is, like I said, exploration. And the reason I explore is to get my name on the planets and the the, the, the moons that I visit first. That's what it, that's the only benefit I have of going out and exploring and spending my time away from the bubble. If I were a console player and I was told, hey, there's 400 million stars out there after being told that my console game isn't going to be released for six months to a year after the PC players. Not only would I be upset, I would probably leave the game and never play it again because that isn't just uh, offensive. That's a slap in the face because they know that it's going to take 200 plus years of everybody finding a planet or a moon of constant play to get all those 400 million. They know that it's an un, uh, an unattainable finality to that resource. So it is a slap in the face to uh, console players. 
when they say, hey, you'll find other other things to to put your name on or to put your uh, your group tag on. So don't worry about it. No, that's you yeah. don't do that. You don't do that to a group of players that already had to wait for the release of the game on console for what was it a year and a half after after um pc release that that playstation and whatnot got it mm. you, you don't you don't do that to them that's that's literally a slap in the face and again just echoing what kai said and we continued on from last week the pc players aren't in a fortuitous position guinea pigs or otherwise because the minimal viable product for the odyssey launch for pc we're pretty sure that that is changing and they're maybe cutting a few corners on what they wanted to release for the game oh yeah that's the feeling but to i, I don't want to play devil's advocate <coughs> for the cms but we've seen this time and time before and it's the first time it's happened to art is that the devs are telling the cm team this is our situation and it's your problem. So the players may not like it, but you're the CM. So this is the first time, I think, in Art's tenure that the devs have positioned the CM as collateral damage between the player base and themselves. And we've seen it happen time and time before with other CM leads. Yeah, I... I you're Go ahead. I was just going to say, you're absolutely right there, Jez. That was the other thought I had about that comment he made about how the, you know, they'll work all the bugs out by the time it gets to console is why should you guys on PC have to expect a buggy game when it comes out for you? Mm -hmm. it, it should be, I mean, yeah, of course you're going to expect a few bugs here and there, but it sounded like they're thinking, oh, well, we're going to release it on PC. It's going to be buggy. We'll play it. We'll, we'll fix it and we'll get it right. You know, that's that's not the way it should be. You should be pretty confident that you're going to release it and you're going to have a working game by the time it releases. And I did not get that impression out of there. Uh, I'll yeah, say that, this. That, that comment, sorry. No, go ahead. I, just real quick, that comment says that this game isn't going to be ready for release. You know, you've got a release coming out and the PC players are going to be doing the bugs. That's what beta and alpha is for, is it not? Come on. Uh, okay. I'm going to hop in here and say this. I'm not worried about, are we going to get a buggy release? Um, spoiler alert, anyone who's hearing the sound of my fucking voice, we're going to get a buggy <laughs> release. The game is going to be full of bugs. The servers are going to be an absolute shit show. And it's going to suck for the first week or two. That's every MMO ever. Your, your options are accept that or not get new stuff. But I think we're all okay with that. I think we're the, 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 the sort of what I call the good people of Elite, the rank and file players. We know it's going to be buggy. We know it's going to be a shit show. That's okay. We're happy to slog through it for the first week or two until we get stuff fixed and right. We had it with fleet carriers. We had it... We, we will always have it with new releases. That's just the nature of development on something as tricky and complex as this. And I, I don't, I don't think that elite players are, are looking to, you know, burn frontier and effigy over that. That's fine. Uh, to me, that's fine. That, that is what it is. But here's what scares the living fuck out of me. We are at the point. We are in Q1 of 2021. We're at the point where we were supposed to be getting this damn thing launched up until, you know, two weeks ago when they 
suddenly backed it up. And we don't really know hardly anything about Odyssey yet. Here's what we know. Pretty planets and pew pew. And that's all they've really told us. Other than that, I mean, they briefly said they're salvaging in the game. They've shown us absolutely fuck all to do with salvaging. They've briefly said that there is, you know, uh, uh, botany, exobiology in the game. They've shown us fuck all. They've shown us a concept drawing of a, a plant gun and a second and a half of footage of a guy walking with a plant gun, like first person, whatever. But and 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 I know I'm going to piss some people off and say this when I say this, but like, look, I just watched two separate sort of dev diary type, what do they call it, Inside Star Citizen and whatever. I, I watched two separate releases today that was just put out this week by CI on Star Citizen. One was this thing with this new rivers and terrain mechanics that they're putting in and how they do it. And the other is uh, uh, with the lead art guys on talking about how they do like hairstyles and facial whatever and fat guy versus skinny guy and and like different suits of they did art asset stuff in both of those they were incredibly detailed conversations where they pulled questions off of reddit whatever the were the most upvoted questions and they answered them and and they answered them in detail and some of the answers were not great I mean, they were like, I mean, when I say not great, I mean, they were detailed, they were full answers, but they weren't the answers people were looking for, but they were unflinching and just said like, here's where we're at. Here's what we're looking at. Now I will. Yes. As you always have to say, especially since I got that one fucking nut job that every time I say the word star citizen, he's like, I'm trying to sell you on a cult. It's all a lie. (laughs) All right. Like, yes, star citizen fucks up a lot on stuff when they say they're going to do stuff and whatever. And I called them out just earlier in this episode when I was talking about the AI and said, Hey, um, you know, star citizen will take any project. They would take the AI in this thing. And instead of turning it into a month long thing, they gave you a 90% product that it's like, ah, that's okay. They would take seven years to give you a hundred percent product and maybe never release it. So like I'm saying that openly and honestly, but that those videos that I saw today, those were fucking dev diaries. Those were here is details. Here's information. Here's how it works. I, I challenge anyone on this panel. Tell me a fucking thing about salvaging. Tell me a fucking thing about a uh, 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 plant exobiology. Tell me a fucking thing about hacking. The only reason why we even know that hacking is a thing is because they said it once, and that was in reference to the FPS assassination missions. We know nothing about Odyssey other than pew pew and pretty planets. And why would it be if we're at, we're in quarter one, we're in the release quarter. Actually, excuse me, the original release date was December. We're past the release date. And when Frontier moved it from December to Q1, the first set of delays, they said specifically, while we're going to be delaying the release, we're not going to be delaying the release of information. We're going to keep that schedule. We're going to maintain that schedule 100% so that you have all the information. Okay, so if that is the truth, if that is not full of shit, then we are now one month past the release date where we're supposed to have all of this. And our information that we've gotten is nothing on anything other than pew pew and pretty planets. And I love 
Pretty Planets. I don't give a fuck about Pew Pew, but I love Pretty Planets. Love Dr. K. I want to be Dr. K when I grow up. But why would it be that we know nothing about salvaging? Know nothing about new SRVs and ships? Know nothing about hacking? Know nothing about exobiology? Put two and two together, people. To me, it seems very likely that what Frontier is doing behind the scenes right now is making hard decisions on we're going to cut this, we're going to cut that, we're going to cut this. We haven't told anybody anything, so they don't know about it. So it's okay if we cut shit because they can't complain because they don't even know about it. And then we're going to... I, I strongly believe that they are going to make their deadline of getting this thing released by the end of May because they told their shareholders they were going to do it. I strongly believe that they're going to do that. But if they do that on the back of gutting the content we're supposed to get so that the salvage content is light as fuck the hacking thing is a barely you know minimum viable product the exobiology is minimum viable product if they put all of their eggs into just shooting an asshole in the face with a shotgun i used to do that for a living i don't find that fun i'm not excited by that and i'm scared that that's why they haven't told us shit. I'm scared that that's they're they're trying to be sneaky and pull a fast one here for PR purposes, and that scares the fuck out of me. I would much rather, if you have to do delays, if you have to gut some stuff, if you have to push things back six months or a year, hey man, mm-hmm. I get it. If you tried your best and it just didn't work out, fuck COVID, forget COVID. Or, or it's entirely because of COVID, fine say that honestly it has nothing to do with covid you just tried and failed hey man i love you for the stuff that you make so if you try and fail that's okay i love you that you tried this new thing with the cg this week i think you messed up and i hope you learn from it but i love you for trying something new i love you as a company frontier please love me back treat me like a grown-up tell me what the fuck is up so that we can have an open honest sort of understanding of where we're at um okay so we got uh what roy's up i guess uh, a quick one just to agree with what you said about scope i mean the 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 scenario that fits the facts is they've got a constraint of the investor the what they told investors publicly that's as serious as a heart attack something come hell or high water is going to get launched in may uh or or serious financial consequences results so that'll happen and and uh, the the th- the scenario that fits the facts is okay. What's left to what's left to to accommodate? What's left is they haven't told us a lot about other things, so they can the scope is the variable that you know becomes the thing they can slide. Because um, if you had a timeline that just extended, but you still had the same vision and the same scope, why wouldn't you tell people about what's in the scope? Mm. Like there'd be no reason not to. The only reason not to talk about the scope is because you're planning on changing it. And not for nothing, but if you had a timeline that it extended, if you have to blow the date anyways to give us a real product, then just blow it by an extra month or two and make it released everybody at once, maybe? I don't know. Hmm. Uh, okay, Jez and then Boss Lady. Oh, we covered it. Good. Boss Lady. So, just exactly what you just said, Kai, but in a little bit more depth. So, if if there is an open plan, and like we've talked about for pretty much the last three episodes, it would be great to see what those things are. And yes, I understand that they're they're 
doing this to satisfy the shareholders, that is a commitment that they can't not uphold, right? They can't shift that off. But instead, they're shifting off the scope. I would be so happy if they said to us, even if they did say to us, hey, we're delaying the release of this part and this part and this part until later. That's okay. But I think this goes back to what we were talking about with communication is if they say to us clearly, all right, guys, we've been delayed. Here's our roadmap, which they've never actually shared that roadmap. Here's the roadmap. Here's what we were going to be able to achieve. Here's the setbacks. Here's where, you know, we we thought we could roll out salvage and hacking and xenobiology. But, you know, the only things with this new timeline we can roll out is pretty planets and pew pew. But here's here's our roadmap. Here's the next three or four months. We're going to release, you know, the next release is going to bring out the, you know, the xenobiology or the next release is going to bring out that next piece. Here's how our stage is. Here's our roadmap. Then I think all of us would be like, all right, cool. I know we won't be getting everything at release. We don't expect everything at release, but we now know that they're not just skirting the facts of what they're going to deliver. They've said what they're going to deliver. They're showing us and they're showing us when. 100%. That's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. 100%. If you tell me you tried your best and it just didn't work, I can take that as a man. If you try to lie to me and tell me your dog ate your homework, I'm fucking pissed at you. Go ahead, Tweet. Yeah, for a long time, when when Art joined the crew, we started getting great communication. It felt like there was a shift and, and things started improving. And then it was building the right direction. It came to a crescendo. They were pumping the information out. Everybody was getting excited. And then all of a sudden, last week happened. And since last week, it's almost like we've gone all the way backwards again. And And it feels like instead of getting us excited and telling us what's coming it feels like they're trying to hide stuff from us all of a sudden and and i fear with me personally and i'm betting i'm not alone uh, i i don't trust them anymore i don't trust them when they say it's going to be released at a certain time i don't trust them when they say something's going to be in the game it just it feels like something's going on that they're not making us privy to and somebody said it last week 99 percent of us that play this game are grown adults we have children of our own, grandchildren of our own. Talk to us like adults. We can take it if you tell us there's programming issues, there's going to be a delay. We can't do everything we thought we could at first. But like Boss was saying, we can put it on a roadmap. We would be fine with that. It just feels like they are sweeping things under a rug and hoping we don't notice. All right. We're going to let our guest make the last point, uh, and then we're going to move to the next topic. Go ahead, Snow. So... One of the things that I think is actually happening here is fear of what happened with Cyberpunk 2077, right? They released, they did all the stuff, they hid stuff, and now there's two major lawsuits against CDPR because of the backlash from what happened with that game. Yeah. And I don't agree with what they're doing. I don't agree with them not telling us what's going on. I was originally excited for Odyssey. It's what got me to start playing again. Um, and I'm not excited about it anymore. There's nothing new enough in that game, in, in that expansion to make me want to, to, to spend, you know, the next six months of all my spare time playing Elite. Odyssey doesn't give me that excitement that it did three months ago. And I think it's because, like, I, again, it's, it's just, it's speculation, but I think it's because of what's going on with CDPR. Mm. And, 
because of that, I think they're intentionally holding stuff back for fear of saying, hey, we didn't, we're not going to get this done and lose the you know, pre-orders or whatever. People saying, okay, I don't want to pre-order anymore because you're not going to get what I have in there. And also for fear of, you know, um, the uh, the shareholders saying, wait a minute, you said this was going to be in there. People are expecting that. Like, I feel like they're, they put themselves into a corner and the only way that they can get out of it is by withholding information and, and committing the lie of omission. I mm. really feel like they don't know what they can do to to rectify this. I don't oh. see us having anything extra other than what's in the videos now. And even that isn't enough. I'll be honest. I don't know if I'm excited for Odyssey anymore. I was excited for sure. I'm not going to say I'm not excited now. I'm literally just saying, tell me what the fuck it is. And then I'll know if I'm excited or not. I have no clue right now. All right, last point. We're going to actually give Jez, and then we're moving on for sure. Go. I want to disagree about that whole delay what they've already said logic, because the think about it, for two years, the live game was pretty stagnant because they were working on Odyssey. So what they have said they're going to be offering in Dev Diary so far has to be delivered, or else we just go into the chapter-based bollocks that we had for horizons which a lot of people didn't like so no i don't think we should lower our expectations what they have said on the media so far if if that isn't delivered and there's less than what they've said we, we shouldn't accept it and I, I don't think we should make concessions as players like that i think that's a terrible idea mm. i think we are definitely going to be getting staggered releases of content over a period of time with this and i think that that that's just the thing you have to set your expectations to at this point i could be wrong they haven't said it but i think so so we'll see all right we're closing that topic now for those people because i've heard from the community a ton of people that have been like hey man i love this i love the fact that you're being honest and we're having this whole discussion that you're not afraid to to call out frontier when you feel that they deserve it I appreciate that. I've heard from other people, even longtime fans of the show and some senior people within the community, content creation community-wise, oh, you guys are being too negative. You guys are being this. You guys are being that. You guys are being shitty to Frontier whatever. Okay. Everybody has the right to their opinion. I am not going to be a shill. I said everything that I needed to say. Also, I have found that when people are upset and angry and need to vent... It is far more productive to let them vent, let them calm down, and then move on with the conversation in a productive way than to tell them, don't be angry. Let me tell you something. I went through about four or five different women before I learned, don't ever say to a woman, don't be angry. Holy shit, does that not work <laughs> out well. Um, so having said all of that, we have vented plenty, and I think I let Tweak go on tweak do you have anything else that you need to unload off your chest at this point this is now's your time feel free and i'll pick it back up when you're done nope nope i'm good for now okay so we've done that now it's time to move to what is next the productive phase of this is and and i don't think that letting people vent was unproductive i think that that was plenty productive now that we have vented now that we've shaken that off where do we move from here? How can we do better? What can we do? Now, for some people, what's next is going to be, hey, I'm taking a break from Elite and I'm going to go play Star Citizen. I'm going to go play No Man's Sky. I'm going to go play 
uh, that that what is that space inner space two or whatever that just came out just just released for early access. E- I'm gonna ever space ever space yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm gonna go play fucking Red Dead. I'm gonna go play whatever. Okay, that's for some people. That's where they need to be, and if that's where they need to be, let them be there because trying to make them play the game when they don't want it is just gonna make them hate elite, and I don't want anyone to hate elite. But let's talk about for those of us that are still in it what's next what do we do number one as we stated above we need open and honest communications from frontier not marketing soundbite bullshit that's the most important number two we need some details on odyssey other than fps and pretty planets is there content for odyssey that is being pushed back to a later release to make the end of the month may statement to investors i I don't, I, we haven't heard anything to say that there is that yet. It's just my suspicion based on the fact that they told us fuck all. Maybe there is, maybe there isn't. If there is, tell us. Let's, let's engage. It's better to be open and honest and work with the player base than to attempt to hide it with smoke and mirrors, not giving any real info uh, on any of these issues. We need real info on salvaging, exobiology, hacking, tools, ships. SRVs, etc. Now I get some of that. Some of stuff you is like, hey man, we got to hold this back for our sizzle reel. That's fine, but we're past. We're a month past launch date, and we have no real fucking info. That's too far holding back. As I said above, the Star Citizen. Look, go go watch those Star Citizen videos. They were fucking holy cow. Talking about the stuff coming in three point one three, and yes. Sometimes they miss their dates and they say, like, yeah, we had planned this and then it didn't work out or whatever. But it's like, I would rather know. You know, yeah, maybe be a little more conservative than them, but not fucking defense attorney. I have no comment at this time on every question. That's not helpful. C, if accommodations can be made regarding divergent platform release, then please try for this. If not, rip the band-aid off clean and fast uh, it's better than stringing people along that only makes it worse d if possible maybe try to allow for some account transfers so those on console can migrate over to pc and not face a delay what i'm talking about is a one-time free transfer we will move your arcs purchases we will move your engineer pins your money your fleet carrier all of your character data we will transcribe it from one thing to the other and now you have that i understand that and and maybe i don't know i'm I'm an idiot i'm not a programmer maybe it's like hey asshole that's not possible in which case okay say hey man we looked into that and you're an asshole and that's not possible okay fine fair whatever but like maybe it's possible i don't know and if so then the question is, is that a good thing? I, I think in the one hand, it might be great. On the other hand, as a counterpoint to my own argument, just off the top of my head, that could maybe gut the console community. That could maybe be where I don't, I don't know if that's good or bad or what. I, I want you guys on the panel to ch- chime in on that. Um, also, would it be possible to allow console players to log on to like a dummy account on the PC to take part in the alpha or beta? Um, you know, or to stream upon launch. If somebody were wanting to stream or wanting to whatever, maybe we give them like a dummy account with, okay, it's got, you know, whatever, 2 billion credits and 
you know, cutter and clip, uh, cutter and, and vet unlocked. And then it's a temporary account only. So, I mean, people aren't going to use it to game the system because they're going to lose that. But for the time that people are wanting to play for the beta, you know, to see stuff. And, and I get that that doesn't help at all with the BGS question. That doesn't help at all with the first feet on the ground question. I think that those, I hope they're looking into that and seeing if they can do anything to help with that. But just to help out with the your months behind thing, maybe people, streamers who are on console would have an ability to keep streaming, or maybe people would have the ability to see the stuff during the beta firsthand, just like the rest of us. Um, and F, is there a way as a community that we can band together in some sort of a mutual pact whereby PC players will go and fight for console PMFs in first-person uh, shooter conflict zones on the ground in exchange for those console players working in space CZs for the other group? I don't... This is just... I'm not that bright, but I'm just off the top of my head. If so, you know, if that project started, could Frontier help to support it on the forums or in streams? If Could, could we get something going there? I don't know. Um... Those are the points that I made. I'm going to let people jump in on that. And then I want the people that added their own points after that to introduce them. So we're going to start uh, going to... Uh, I'm trying to see that I think the next person up is Tweaked. Go ahead. Yep. Yep. Um, echo everything you just said there. I mean, for me personally, I, I need to get some answers. Not about why the release is staggered but what we're going to do about it that being said because the release is so staggered i'm honestly not even looking at odyssey anymore i'm looking at what's next for me in game shortly before the christmas break they had come out and said that after the new year they were going to take a look at uh fixing up maybe the uh security the 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 law and security states, or they were going to take a look at how we got our mats and things like that. I want to see some, some of that implemented now to keep me interested, to keep me going. And we've heard nothing about it yet. So, so for the, the record, when they said that, what they had said is those were things that they would be looking at next summer. They said, yes, we're going to look at crime and punishment. We're going to look at the engineering loops and we're going to look at uh, possibly questions on open play for for uh, like like dig into whether or not we want to do it or whatever or power play and and BGS. But those are things we're going to look at sort of next summer. I think the plan was we're going to release Odyssey. We're going to work the bugs and shit out of that, and then three, four, five months after that all wraps up we will have be free to look at crime and punishment and these other aspects. Obviously, with Odyssey being delayed, they're not going to be able to get around to looking at that. I wouldn't expect to see them looking at that for several months after that. So, I mean, don't look right, for that right. now. So, so for two years, we've been here and we can't do this, we can't do that because our whole team is working on Odyssey. And now Odyssey, in reality, should be done or damn close to it. And it's going to be three, four years that we can't work on any of the actual game right now because we're quote unquote working on Odyssey. Okay. Uh, okay. Boss lady. 
So talking about where we go from here, it's almost a lot of us have said this today, and I think it's an important point is that we're going back in time. We're resetting to, let's say, you know, just to give people extra time six months ago or eight months ago, we're we're resetting to when we first found out about Odyssey and how we're going to kind of kill time until it comes out. And for me personally, it seems like, we're going to have to do a lot more of creating our own goals. And I'm glad that the CGs and the the lore and the narrative is chugging along because without that, that would be really difficult. But I think all of us are going to have to go back to, and I know Tweak talked about this on last week's uh, episode, how kind of he's, he's done everything to be ready for Odyssey. So he doesn't have a whole heck of a lot on his to-do list, but the rest of us are going to have to really get back into our to-do list and start to kind of like we always have with Elite, create our own gameplay loops within what's mm. already here. And and in a way, maybe we are going to be spending time on other games and giving Elite a little bit of a breather because we already have spent a lot of time in the game getting ready for this release mm-hmm. and you know we're not abandoning it all together but we're we're not we're not putting all of our focus into it you know we're kind of like okay well you know when you guys get your shit together we'll be back but you know we're, we're, we're here we're just waiting we'll see you and whenever you get that together and um i do think what tweaked brought up was a really great point though is that what we currently have and jez has brought this up also which is we haven't seen anything in the odyssey dev diaries or anything about current gameplay. So I think that there is something to be said for the fact that for two years they put us off. No, we're not fixing these things because Odyssey's rolling out. Now that Odyssey's not rolling out, you know, can they dedicate a smaller portion of the team or a couple people to kind of doing some of those quality of life things that we talked about? Or can they work on some of the current gameplay loops just like they did with the rebalancing to make it feel like they're putting in some effort to what we are doing and what we're going to be playing for the next eight months Mm. okay right on roy you're up so uh personally uh the timing of this uh actually works for the expedition i've been on with loose screws I mean, exploration, if you get the bug, is something that can tie up weeks, if not months. And um, it, it, since the beginning of the game, it's been one of my favorite gameplay loops. And it's a great way to, I don't want to say kill time, but it is a time-intensive activity. And um, I could easily fall down that rabbit hole and look up six months later, and now it's time to you know, look at, kind of reset back to where we thought we'd be with Odyssey. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's an excellent point. I I will say this, um, maybe if we're resetting our clocks, maybe now is a perfect time to go do that. Take the cannon challenge and fly, you know, eighty thousand light years around in circles and see all of the different things, the peduncles yeah, and the point. brain trees and the whatever. I made a point in uh, comms the other day. I was sitting there talking with, I think it was you know me and I think me and Wolf and Sword and and maybe somebody else. I forget, but. I made the point of like, you know, what could be cool? Maybe it would be stupid. Maybe it would be cool. I'm not sure. Like my brain isn't whatever, but like down the road after the Dark Wheel project comes to whatever conclusion it comes to, 
what would it be like to get a group of people, say get like 50 plus people and like make a roster, actually make a duty roster of like, these are the people that are in on this. Put a fleet carrier or two or three and just make our own story of whatever it could be anything it could be you know how some people have said like man what if they burn the bubble what if whatever you know i don't think frontier is going to do that because they're trying to onboard a bunch of new players and that's a huge hassle and then they're reduplicating their work and they're you know they got to figure a bunch of extra shit out but like there's nothing to stop us from doing that there's nothing to stop us from making a battlestar galactica story about these two fleet carriers that are you know had to flee the bubble they went off they they went off in a direction, hit like this coordinate, then this coordinates, then this coordinates, then work our way to, you know, Colonia like every six months or whatever for like a week's R and R and then go back out where you have, you know, fifty people or a hundred people who are all sort of creating like we get together and do like a Drew Wagar type thing or whatever where somebody mm-hmm. that is cleverer than me writes a narrative, writes a story, and then it's like this is the story this week. We're we have to do this. We have to do that. And then you have the people that are on, you know, give it and give it a cool name. Like, you know, I don't know, project like, you know, the arc project or whatever. And it's like humanity's last, whatever. And you get people that like write a journal and write stuff and you have activities, you have things that we have to go sort of do to like, Oh, we're doing this for this thing or this for that thing. And we have to whatever. And like, just make up our own fucking story and do like a cool you go out exploring and like so the actual you know the story wise whatever people would be writing stories and making group activities that would be fun or whatever but the the mechanics of it would just be sort of two fleet carriers working in tandem going out or one fleet carrier whatever but going out and then like teams of people mining and doing stuff to maintain it a couple of people you know doing a smuggling run where they got to jump back to the bubble for some reason and it's like oh yeah we have to get you know we're raiding for supplies like when Kara Thrace went back to Capricorn or whatever during the the whole when the Cylons had it or whatever like you can make a neat story but the mechanics of it would basically just be a large group of people going out in a direction and doing massive exploration and like like recording lots and lots and lots of stuff systematically that I mean whatever I don't know that's a thing maybe it's dumb maybe it's cool I don't know um all right going back to the recording booth channel we've got commander snow or commander sapphire kamigawa go ahead snow i probably should have just changed my name so you stop tripping over it (laughs) (laughs) um on the exploration stuff uh like that's specifically what the distant worlds uh 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 like exploration things are meant to do is they go out in a specific direction and now with fleet carriers you've got all these stops that you can make and you just go out and the group just goes system by system or multiple systems by multiple systems and just explores everything that's in that general area um i think that that's a good uh (laughs) i think that's a good um a good idea to try and pass the time away uh, and I think that, you know, getting a group together to do something ab- above and beyond what um, the Distant Worlds uh, excursions do would be a it, it's a great idea. 
you know, fill it with, with storytellers so that you can have uh, the logs done, like what Roy's logs are, uh, are doing for, I forget that, that commander's name. Um, Eunice Akashiro. Yeah. yeah. Doing things like that and then creating this content so that we have something above and beyond what, what FDev is doing. Um, it would be really interesting and it would actually generate more interest for somebody like me to get back into the game uh, more regularly to 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 witness these things because you know power play is 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 a very boring loop for somebody like me exploration is very amazing for someone like me especially when you get to some some new stuff and this mm. would be amazing new stuff if we could get or if there is a a, a a player group out there that's already doing this or we could start something like that it would be uh what's the word i'm looking for um saving <laughs> uh yeah. you know yeah, that could be that could be very cool. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just thought like, man, um, for all of the shit you can give Frontier over their over conservative lack of communication, yada yada yada. I will say this: they have given us, I feel, the greatest sandbox in the history of the human race for like gaming purposes of this this galaxy and like yeah maybe we have to structure our own fun maybe we need a cruise director somebody to get together you know some content creator or two or whatever and say like hey man all you artsy fartsy types and exploration types and whatever come with us we're gonna we're gonna do a fun thing we're gonna make our own fun with this sandbox and i, I mean yes on the one hand super excited for wanting stuff the new stuff of course ever that's human nature but hmm, we could maybe work around something and and try to put this time to productive use um all right tweaked is up next and then i want roy to start in on his uh his addition to the to the suggestions go ahead i was just gonna say those are all great suggestions and and I totally agree. It is an amazing game, an amazing sandbox that I have put a lot of time in and, and, and a lot of effort into. And had they not said at all, if Odyssey didn't exist and we didn't know it was coming, I'd probably be perfectly content in finding something to do. But the fact that this was promised to us and that all these different changes were supposed to be coming and now they're not, uh, it's just, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. It leaves the universe the galaxy a little dry the galnet is great the cgs are fun glad they're back but i need more i need more at this point i can't i i personally don't feel like i can go on an expedition i can't take six months mm. and go away from the bubble because i have 15 systems and 100 guys i'm responsible for back home mm-hmm. so things have to happen and i sure as hell would like to have some new things for me to do while i do that I get it, man. I get it. I think, honestly, I, I think, and I'm not saying this to be shitty. I'm saying this with love, Tweak. I think you're at the point where you need a break. I think you need to, for your own sanity, do maybe a day or two of elite a week where you do some stuff and then fall in love with, you know, a Zelda game or a race car game or a, uh, or if you want to go with another space sim, okay, fine, whatever. But like, you need to sort of have something else to pour your enjoyment 
into for a little bit, I think. And I, I, I don't know. Um, all right, Roy, you're up. Uh, I'll just thread on that real quick. I, you know, I hear what you're saying, Tweak, but it sounds like you're Atlas trying to hold up the world. And if you've built a team, a hundred people strong, that's as high quality as I think it is. I'm willing to bet that there's several of them that would be willing to step up and divide up the duties you have and give you a break. He said, um, yeah, yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. I, it wouldn't fall apart if I disappeared for a little while. It wouldn't. That being said, I, I guess that's my own personal bugaboo because I was in a squadron formerly that was big and strong, but it had an absent leader and it yeah. ended up crumbling because of that. So well, I, yeah, this is my different. own I, thing, I guess. I, I, I would say, I would say, give them a chance to step up and you might be, you know, your, 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 your best hopes for how it could turn out might be pleasantly met. So give them a chance to do that. Uh, don't, don't go down with the ship. Um, so what I was going to add to this list is, uh, Look, this is this is starting to feel kind of like a crisis for for FDev, um, especially if any of the suspicions we have around the scope of the project changing or something really ugly wrong going on behind the scenes that they don't want to talk about. And in times of crisis, uh, leaders um, don't leaders don't hide. Leaders shouldn't be invisible. And uh, FDev has an amazing one. I think this is a great time for a personal video from David Braben to the elite community. Um, I'm not sure what he should say. That's, you know, the difficult thing for him to figure out. That's why, you know, how he's gotten to where he is, is he figures those things out. But he's definitely shown an ability to be very inspirational to the community in the past. And he, right now, in as long as that's lacking and the community team is... You know, there's all these logical inconsistencies around what they are saying versus what they aren't saying. It feels like a car with four steering wheels. And that's exactly the problem that uh, a confident, strong leader who just gets in front of it and is public about it can fix. Right on. Uh, okay, who had points H and I on the list? We got to get through them. That would be me. Go That'd for it. Me. Uh, uh, H actually is somewhat like uh, ties into what Roy was saying maybe there isn't a crisis and we're all making up in our heads but the thing is they are letting the player base make those conversations and they need to champion these discussions and one of them on my point and Oz said it in the YouTube chat Frontier needs to give a definitive answer on their plans for the future of if Elite Dangerous is going to be cross-platform. This is an issue that players are creating their own narrative for, and Frontier have to champion this discussion uh, sooner rather than later. The more time goes by, the more cross-platform will start to become the standard in MMO gaming, the more the player base is going to expect it. So we need to know, yes, that is on the docket, or no, we've got no plans for it, not that's something we're looking into. Okay. And that's a huge one for the players. And then finally, boring, but it has to be done. Frontier has to list the max recommended slash optimal system specs for Odyssey as soon as possible. We've got stimulus checks and tax returns coming up in the United States right now. Players will be likely appreciative of knowing where investments may be needed to maximize their rigs, if at all, whilst disposable income is available. That's to help them more mm. than the player base. 
But mm. that's the kind of foresight they need to be having. Yeah, man. I, um, yeah, I- I'll tell you this much, and this might seem stupid. It might seem like that eh, doesn't really make sense. But to me, if Frontier were to number one, step up with open and honest communication right now and tell us legitimately where we're at and what's going on. And number two, say, hey, look, as a reward, as a as a nod towards your understanding and sticking with us, we are going to make a commitment to do crossplay by X date, whether that is, you know, we're going to do crossplay six months from now or we're going to do crossplay a year from now. If they were to make a serious commitment to achieving that, I personally feel like that plus open and honest communication, even if that honest communication came with delays or whatever, if they said, here's the truth, here's a roadmap, we're going to stick to it, and we're giving you cross-play, I'd be right back up on top of the world. I'd be like, oh, that's so great. Because even, I don't give a fuck about Pew Pew, but I love the Pretty Planets. And I'm hopeful for the stuff we haven't heard yet. I'm really hopeful for salvaging. I'm really hopeful for plant, you know, exobotanics. And if you give us, if you give us a confirmation that like we're working on the crossplay, that sends it right back up to me of like, all right, I'm back on the hype train. You need to stick to it now. You need to come through with your promises, but I'm excited. Go ahead, Jess. I was just going to sign off and just everything that we've been saying and that and what you're saying and, and I just want to sum up Elite is a game where most of us have been tolerant of what we have in the current state and we hope to hell what we want comes in the future and I just hope with all of this we actually finally end up to be in a spot eventually for the first time where we're happy with what we have and we're positive for the future rather than hoping to hell that we're going to get what we want sometime in the future mm. you know tweet when when I come down to the core of all of this, I mean, listen, three weeks ago, I don't know that there was anybody more excited for Odyssey than myself. And if they would just come out with some open and honest conversation and tell us everything is okay and tell us what's going to be in the game, there's no need to hide it now. There's no more building up hype at this point. Tell us what we're going to get or tell us what we aren't going to get. Let's just have mm-hmm. some open conversations and tell us about it. They do that. I could feel totally excited and hopeful for the future again, but the last two weeks have been anything but that. So uh, that's all they need to do. A hundred percent. I I hear you and I acknowledge the validity of what you're saying. And I acknowledge over and above the validity of what you're saying. The fact that you have the right to feel what you feel because like legit, you were given promises. Those promises were broken. Now you have absolutely every right to say, I'm pissed and I want answers. I want real fucking answers as to, you know, I I, I bought a cheeseburger. You gave me a chicken sandwich. I want to talk to the manager. What the fuck? Don't tell me more. Go ahead. It's more than that. I'm pissed. It's that I have doubts now. I didn't have doubts before. I have doubts now and I need those to go away if they want me to get back to that excitement. Fair enough. I get it, man. I get it. So for those people that are sort of keeping track at home, we did a continuation and closed the loop on our, okay, this is, we've said everything to say about the delay. Now, it may come up in the future as more news comes out. 
There may be future comments or whatever, but as a major topic, that is done. And we transitioned into the what we think can be done to help fix it going from here. Not being negative about the past, but looking at just from where we're at today, how do we move forward as best as possible? How can Frontier move forward as best as possible? I feel like uh, I want to still leave this open one last round. Does anybody have anything they want to add to the productive how can we make things better from today forward? Just go ahead and take, you know, don't not talk over each other, but anyone that wants to hop in, hop in and say your piece. Tell us where Raxler is, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think that the best thing that Frontier can do right now um, moving forward is to just bite the bullet, rip the band-aid off, and let us know, you know, become transparent about everything. Fair. I agree strongly. All right. Seems like everybody's said their piece. I uh, hope you guys have enjoyed the, the conversation. So just as a recap for those that are writing in, I want you to write in, and I'll say this, um, anybody, uh, you know, you can obviously always write in by going to the Discord and going into the channel, if you look under general text, there is a channel that says, um, uh, let's see, Elite Week Show Discussion. Uh, oh, sorry. We're actually using Community Feedback of the Week. <laughs> sorry. Use that that use that use one for discussing this. Elite Week Show Discussion is just talking about, like, do this or that in the show. But Community Feedback of the Week always you can also write in to eliteweek3306 at gmail.com but this week specifically this week for those of you who wait until just a few minutes from now when we close out the show and go in and post a comment with your feelings of any of these community questions in the in the comment section of the youtube i am going to next week pull one of those comments for a prize uh, I'll have to figure out what it is, and I'll get back to you. Oh, it'll be something. Uh, I think either a special limited edition paint pack from uh, Frontier uh, that has like paints and jobs and decals or whatever, or like a, a album for from Miguel Johnson. I'll, I'll figure that out. I'm just doing this off the top of my head, but I specifically want to drive up the comment section of this YouTube video so that I can really look at it and see like, man, everybody, we had a whole range of discussions today. And what did you guys think? So community question number one is um, about this week's CG. What do you think about your thoughts on all of the stuff we discussed on this week's CG or anything we failed to discuss? Community question number two, week two of the delays and the feeling setting in. So what, what do you think of Going back to the original conversation about the delays last week, and then now, how do you feel week two into it and where they're at with things and et cetera, et cetera. I know I personally was feeling at the end of week one, like, okay, for sure next week, we're going to start some open and honest communications. We're going to start to work this back. We're going to start to get it fixed. feel like there was an opportunity or two missed there, Um, but maybe you felt differently. Tell me what you think. Community question number three. Where do we go from here? Not assigning blame, not calling anybody out, not whatever. 
Maybe it's entirely because of COVID. Maybe it's not hardly because of COVID. It's lots of other stuff, and we haven't been told the truth. Maybe it's some mixture of the two, whatever, but that's all irrelevant. We're at where we're at, and we're not trying to be shitty to Frontier. We're not trying to go Latvian. We're trying to say, how can we as adults work together to make tomorrow better? So that's community question number three. And then it's not listed, but always community question number four. There's always an extra community question is, what do you think about the show? Uh, Whatever. Do I talk too much? Uh, Does the show suck? Is it too short? Is it too long? Are we too negative? Are we too positive? Whatever. Say a thing. If you're like, I just want to see Tweet and WK Jazz Jello wrestle, put it in the comments. Whatever. Um, so, So that's that. Those are the community questions. There you go. There you go. For feedback, we're not going to read specific feedback because uh, there was a lot of it this week. But I will say, without getting into details, I will make the comment that, man, so many people publicly reached out in, in the comment section or in Discord or privately reached out in the Discord and thanked the whole crew, every one of us, very, very much for sort of having the balls to have an open and honest conversation and to call Frontier out where we feel they were wrong. Um, Many, 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 many people said that they appreciated that. And I just want you to know that we appreciate you and that it is our commitment to always try and find the positive with Frontier because we do support Frontier. We do love this game. We're all here for a reason. But not be a shill or a white knight for a $1.6 plus billion company just tell the truth. When they do well, we'll we'll call it. When they don't, we'll call it. All right. So let's wrap this up. State of the game. We're going to start with the ladies. Boss Lady B, you go first. I would say state of the game is probably a seven for me right now. Fair. All right. Snow, you're up. I'm stuck between it being not worth my coming back and being like I want to come back a lot so let's say it's a five there uh let's move on to tweet your your feelings yeah I'd have to give it I'll, I'll probably go with boss lady and say a seven I still love this game there's still a lot to do but the BGS has had some bugs of late they seem to have evened out but I can't trust that they are totally evened out our squad bookmarks have disappeared and haven't come back yet little things like that ruin the gameplay for me and add that with everything else going on I can't give it the high grades I always have in the past fair man fair uh, next up WK Jez our chief engineer <laughs> the second that we are in the second that we're in right now seven and I've said that the last few times you've asked too but future well we're under five right now unless they say something so okay and my XO, Roy, hop in. Uh, I'm going to give the state of the game um, a six right now. I think they're on the bubble, and but it's completely recoverable mm-hmm. um, with some good, all the things we've said. Um, paradoxically, pa- paradoxically, personally, I'm like a nine this week. I'm just, when I first joined the game a year ago, uh, shortly afterwards, I joined the first big expedition with loose screws and... I'm kind of reliving the the nostalgia of that right now. Hell, I'm even rewatching all the the pilot videos when he was first putting out all the strings of videos of the ships, and mm-hmm. I got excited about buying all those. And um, 
I know it's like I'm in a little bubble <laughs> with all this crap going around. No, man. But uh, I'm digging it. I'm yeah. digging it. I'm just really enjoying it. Don't ever feel bad or ashamed or in any way guilty about loving this game, man. That's awesome. That's beautiful. Good for you. I appreciate that. I agree with you. I'm at a six uh, personally for the game. I feel like I'm at a six, but you know, I'm going to have a few more drinks and then pass out and tomorrow's a new day and they can, every one of us, I mean, Frontier is just a company and a company is just a group of people and all of us as people can always choose to wake up and do better tomorrow. Tomorrow's a new day. Honestly, I give it a six right now. If next week we get another week of radio silence, that drops to a four. If next week they come out and bite the bullet and give us some hard news, but give it to us straight, you know, that jumps up to an eight. If next week they come out and give us some details and it's better than I had sort of worried or or been scared of, but like they're giving us actual details and a firm plan of like, hey, we're committing to this series of roadmaps or whatever, you know, that could jump up to a nine. That could jump up to a 10. Like I, I, I you know, I reserve the right to 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 push things up if they get their shit on track and i i hope that they do because i as 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 plainly as i've called them out for when i feel they do wrong i love this game there are so many fucking amazing things on this game i've been playing a decent amount of star citizen lately and when you compare the two side by side, Elite just looks like an amazing product in so many ways. There's things that Star Citizen does that Elite doesn't. And I am get I'm scratching that itch. I'm running around on my ship. I'm mining in caves. I'm mining on planets. I'm driving a mining SRV. I'm doing all of that stuff. And I love scratching that itch. But like the stability, the 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 you know, functionality, the scope in so many ways of elite is just incredible compared to anything so i want to be happy with them and i hope to god that they give us reason to next week um all right so we'll start off with uh tweak say goodbye to the beautiful people i hope everybody enjoyed the show tonight and uh we'll be back next week hopefully with some better news and some fun conversations right on roy Fly casual, stay dangerous. Right on. Boss lady. Have an amazing weekend, everyone, and we'll catch you next week. And snow. I'm going to uh, say goodbye to y'all. Uh, and contrary to what Roy said, um, fly dangerous, stay casual. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I want to thank you for coming and joining us tonight, Snow. It's been awesome. I'm super, super glad that uh, we got to meet you as a result of this crazy contest. Uh, it was very, very cool, and I thought you were great on the show. Um, for all the people out there, I'm going to say, crack open a beer, try to have fun playing your spaceship game, and if that's just not doing it, go do something else, but be happy. I love you guys. Talk to you next week. 
WK oh, just says goodbye to <laughs> For news. Oh boy. Wow. Wow. Hold on. Hold on. We're going back and unending the show because I'm a fucking idiot and I left out our chief engineer, WK Jez. So, WK Jez, I want you to this is your time to shine. You get double time to say goodbye to everybody. I'm so sorry, man. I'm fucking whatever. I'm drunk. No. <laughs> Uh, oh god, I snored. Um, yeah, goodbye everybody, and if you've not seen it, if you've been too young, if you've not seen it for a while, watch Babylon 5. Fuck yeah. Go watch Babylon, Babylon 5. I mean, uh, it's the best thing ever, and, and that's why I'm flying a spaceship in Elite Dangerous today, I'm not gonna lie. And so it begins. <laughs> I was wondering why you called me before you called Jen. That was so. That was so oh, good. That was classic. Classic. <laughs> we thought maybe Jez got caught in the transporter beams. <laughs> oh no! No, it was uh-huh. good. <laughs> no. Uh. Uh, the mic's hot, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> you say hot, Mike. Not according to chat. Oh, not according to chat. This is the after party. Jeez. Oh, the new feature to Elite Week. <laughs> Twitch, Twitch is now getting in on the action. Oh, man. no, it's it's definitely still live. I just unmuted Twitch and it's, it's live. The best for real ever. Keep it going. I seriously oh, do think yeah. we need to have the, uh, the, the post elite. All right. Yeah. So apparently, no, no, actually, hold on, hold on. Everybody's, un- we're unmuting it all. Here we go. I <laughs> fucked up hardcore and left the mics open, but didn't have the song playing. So now we're going to start all over and close this shit again. And we're going to edit the fuck out of all that before it goes hey, to podcast. Don't touch me there. Yeah. Hey, 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 Tweak. Oh, you saw your, you ever. signed your contract. I'll touch you where I goddamn like. All right, here we go. Ending it again. One, two, ready, go. the first time don't 
that she really done Who she done She done good I guess nobody ever really done Like she done She done good 